Welcome to Santa Cruz Naturalist. I'm Emily Donham. Today we're going to be chatting again with UCSC doctoral candidate and octopus researcher Kelly Voss to learn more about the fascinating lives of cephalopods. I'm Kelly Voss. I'm a doctoral candidate at UC Santa Cruz. Okay, so what do you find like so interesting about octopuses? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> so I, I really began to understand what octopuses were really about when I was an undergrad at Cal State Long Beach. And I heard that octopuses have highly developed camera-like eyes. So they can see about as well as we can, and they can see polarized light, which is kind of nuts, especially when you consider we don't know how they see color, because technically they should be colorblind, but they're so good at blending in with their environment. It's... there's got to be some way they're color matching, right? But mm-hmm. we still don't know how they do that because their eyes are so different. Huh. Um, and it's the more I learned about octopuses, the more I realized they have developed so many really highly developed structures that are analogous. They're, they're kind of parallel to things that mammals have and vertebrates have but just in a totally different they develop it in a totally different way totally unique way that they don't have to be the same body plan as a human or a dog or a cat or whatever to to have these abilities which is just freaking fascinating (laughs) like I, i really enjoy learning all the ways that octopuses make it happen in such unique ways in the animal kingdom like nobody does it quite like they do they're pretty incredible. I I love when I get to see them. And then they're just so graceful in the water when they actually move. I, I don't know, the way that their tentacles can move. You'd think it'd be more messy than it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it, another layer of just mystery and beauty on top of that is that octopus brains, the way their body is innervated, is so different than uh, like a human body plan. They have a central brain and then two side lobes. It kind of looks like kidneys almost. And each of the kidneys is responsible for four of the arms. But then all of those neurons go directly into the the arms. So arms actually have brain cells in them and are programmed with basic behaviors. So if you remove an arm, if an arm comes off, it can still think for a little while while it's still alive, quote unquote alive. So it will it will crawl around, it will grab food and try and put it in a mouth that's no longer there. So so all that is to say, if, if you're watching it swim through the water, that's a huge feat of coordination because they don't necessarily directly tell an arm what to do. They kind of delegate to the arm and the arm has to figure it out. Oh my God, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. You've been listening to Santa Cruz Naturalist. I'm Emily Downham. Special thanks to my guest, Kelly Voss, and as always, to all of you for tuning in.